Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. Hallelujah and God bless. We have made it back to yet another beautiful week of Brunch with Des B. I'm your host as always and the B today stands for badass, tattooed, muscle mommy, brunch podcaster, cool girl energy, as well as the baddest cherry slush from Milani New. You guys can tell I already have a different setup. I'm kind of trying to I'm kind of trying to play around with it. This is new for me. This is my new mic. I'm kind of trying to figure out where does it need to be? How is it going to sit here? Because ultimately I don't want to have to like use my hand all the time. Like I don't want to have to hold a mic all the time. So we're going to kind of play around with it and just see what this looks like and sounds like moving forward. But I am going to go ahead first and foremost and crack open a baby cherry slush. And we're going to take a sip together because Sunday fun day, we need to turn up. We need to get ready. Oh, I've not had a cherry slush in about a week. You guys know I've been cutting back on my energy drink consumption. I was very open and honest about that. So I'm back in the game, babe. Back in the game. I'm feeling good. I can't wait to give you guys a wellness corner update. We chat all things skin. We chat all things body, physique, fun, everything in wellness, even when it comes down to just my current favorite lip glosses. Okay. Mm. I always bring a drink down here and it's my toxic trait that I end up not drinking it. But first, let's get this elephant out of the room of how cute my sweatshirt is, okay? I'm exercising. This is our DBFT merch for our spooky season collection launch, which I absolutely loved. We do it every single Halloween and it's just like my favorite time of year. We bring in spooky season. We have funny, witty shirts, merch, tumblers, flags. We have some brunch merch. So we have a lot of really great opportunities to find something that suits you that you can represent, support quite literally a very small business and also have fun wearing and rocking. So that's elephant number one. Elephant number two is the fact that I did get my hairy done again. This was like kind of embarrassing because within three weeks I had three different hairstyles and it actually four. I had my hair before I went to Florida I took my extensions out before I went to Florida, came back home, got my hair redone, extensions in. Then I got it fixed. Extensions are still in for volume, but I got my hair color and I got my hair cut. So you might be like, whoa, bitch, your hair was longer last week. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And stop judging me for it, okay? But we have a lot on our plate today. We have a lot to chat about, a lot to talk about, a lot going on, a lot of pop culture, a lot of Honestly, maybe not as much pop culture this week because my life enough is, my life enough is crazy, all right? My life is the pop culture. My life is the roundup for the week. My life is what you need to know. We have a lot going on. So number one, I went to Starbucks quite a few times this week because I went to Columbus, Ohio last weekend by the time you're watching and I went to the Petula tent sale, okay? When I was there, I pulled up my Starbucks rewards to go, you know, through the drive-thru. Upon 
opening it. It asked me to update it for the fall. Gives me this really pretty fall look. Really cute, you know, welcome. Fall is here, Desiree. I'm like, oh my gosh, so sweet. Starbucks, love you. So then I go ahead and go to these like, what what do you even call them? Like power-ups. It's kind of, it's kind of saying, hey, Des, I bet you can't come six times in a row and get 50 bonus stars. I bet you can't do that. I bet you won't even come three times and get 30 bonus stars. Like Starbucks is egging me on. Bet you won't, bitch. I'm a competitive angel, okay? So when it comes to Starbucks saying, visit six times in a row and get 60 stars, I'm like, no, I'm coming seven times. You know what I mean? Do not tempt me, Starbucks. Okay, I will always outshine what you're asking. So I then got into this like whirlwind in my mind of like Starbucks rewards are crazy because you're getting one point per dollar spent. And it takes about 400 points to like get a free drink. Now I think I'm over exaggerating. It might be like 200 something. $200 you spend to get a free drink. That just doesn't seem right to me. Then they're telling you, hey, come six times in a row and get bonus, like insane reward system. So while I was traveling, I was like, do I need to like boycott Starbucks? And then like, let's be honest, I never did. But I was like, that is crazy how many, I mean, even corporations like my favorite grocery store, Meyer. Hey, M Perks rewards, 30,000 points, get a $10 off coupon, right? It's like, the amount of money we are spending to achieve reward statuses at anywhere, like any corporation, is outrageous. Now, I'm not saying I'm not going to go for it. I'm not saying it's still a nice thing to do. They got other shit they got to worry about. I get it. But like, I feel like the margins are off a little bit. Okay, I'm going to demand a little bit of a step back and a reset for that system. So after that, um, you know, I went on about my weekend, had a gorgeous time at the tent sale. I can't wait to tell you guys a little bit more about it. But I got some more, some new tattoos. <laughs> I've been on a tattoo kick this summer and I've realized I'm really in my revenge tattoo era. I went through like three years. I did get one tattoo in between, don't get me wrong, but pregnant, breastfeeding, pregnant again. Like I haven't been able to tap my body like I wanted to. You know, I've been just kind of half-assing it. So being able to come back into my persona and really step into the body I'm meant to be in by coloring it all in, it has given me so much pride. So I got seven new tattoos. That sounds crazy, but they're fine line tattoos. So they're really tiny and really small. Went to cultivate tattoos and cosmetic tattoos. She's based out of Columbus, Ohio, downtown. Great place. You guys should follow her on Instagram, even just for like inspo. But she really helped me with placement, made sure everything I really loved. And also she has a really small needle. So when when you say fine line tattoo, you're not just going to a tattoo artist that is going to tattoo you really well with something small. The needle she actually has is meant for very, very fine line. So I'll be curious how they heal just to really make sure that I don't have any like fallout because they are such like faint lines. But so far they're healing really great. I'm really loving them. They look so cute. They've really finally dressed up my arm instead of just having these like three tiny mini ones. So I feel really good about them. I got two butterflies. I'm, of course, I'm like fully covered today. I could have showed you guys. I will show you guys on my YouTube, but I got two butterflies on my arm. I had got this really cute like cheetah with like heart, like hearts instead of spots. It's cute, okay? I got the word rare. I got 444 because I've been seeing that everywhere for like literally the past four years. No pun intended. Also got this really cute little sparkle on my hand, which I can show you. 
And then I got my two on my thighs. So that was a big risk for me because my thighs are my babies. So I couldn't fuck those up. It's it's taken me a few year plunge to really go into it. Ultimately, I was going to get those done when I was getting my sleeve done. Like I wanted the same like script. I didn't necessarily know what I was going to say yet, but I loved the placement of them. Very Pinterest-esque. And I didn't want like a piece. I just wanted like a script font. So I ended up getting Keep Showing Up, which it's about fucking time. Okay, it's about fucking time. I've had so many DBFT girls get Keep Showing Up in respect to DBFT and how it's touched their lives. And I'm like, but I don't even have it. So finally, I'm on board, Keep Showing Up. And then I also got, it can't always be perfect, but it can always be done. I don't know if anyone else has ever said that in their life. I'm sure, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a famous quote. On my life, I just said it one day when I was referring to a workout, like it can't always be perfect, but it can always be done. And I was like, damn, that, I really love the way I said that. Like that was fire. Like it's not always about perfection. It's just about completion. And I really love operating out of that mantra uh, the past year or so. I got that too. And I really loved it. And like, I, I'm feeling like a little tattoo baddie. You know what I mean? So few news stories uh, we have going on. First off, you might be able to notice right now why it is not with us today. <laughs> he was supposed to be our guest star and bailed on me this morning because he decided he wanted to go fucking golfing. And the only thing that I can give him grace is that number one, he's the best husband in the world, but also number two, It's our last couple nice days here in Michigan. I understand wanting to really get out there and kill it, okay? Also, I don't know if you guys just noticed, I literally looked over at the recorder because I was like, I'm so scared of my podcasts not recording now. I just had to check and had a mini heart attack before I did, wondering if I hit record. Terrifying. Also, side note, I don't know how long we're going to have my camera this episode because it, it was for some reason not charged all the way and I did not have time to, to charge it. So hang with me. All right. First story, Colorado versus Colorado State. They played last week. And again, by the time you're listening to this, we're a little bit behind. But I watched this game. I could not believe, first off, I could not believe I watched the game. Okay, I just talked shit about football people last week and I ended up watching another football game. Am I okay? Probably not. So we watched this game. It ends up not getting over till like three in the morning, Eastern time insane game back and forth back and forth star players out so like the game was really even they played it well there was some crazy like fuck-ups but like they were both kind of fucking up and ended up being a good game so at the end of it team wins I honestly couldn't even tell I think it was Colorado did Colorado State win I don't remember one of the teams won rightfully so it was a crazy end of the game all of a sudden everyone from the stands floods onto the field mind you this is like only their first couple games of the season like this is not an NCAA tournament this is not like the fucking championship it's not a bowl game it's a it's a football game coming onto the field and flooding it for for anything is so disrespectful to me like they are players there are people there are employees there's there's safety hazards there's liability like there is no reason why hundreds of people should be rushing down into a bowl during a shitty college football game okay have we not learned anything also from just like covid being too close to each other like give a little bit of space okay we do not need to be on top of each other we don't need to be flooding football players we don't need to be flooding anyone for lack of a better term i don't care if it's a fucking celebrity if it's a shitty division three football player be respectful stay in your fucking seats and stop flooding fields it's so cringy 
Like when I was watching the film, there were these girls even flooding on. And I told you guys last week, those fucking pick me's. Oh, I'm such a football girl. I'm such a football girl. I'm like, sit down, girl. You don't even, you don't even know what a touchback is. Sit the fuck down. You know, uh, it was just something that bothered the shit out of me. So other than that, we did see some updates from kind of the Taylor Kelsey vibe. So we have Travis, we have Taylor. Are we dating or are we not? All right. No huge developments besides the fact that both parties just aren't saying anything, which it's not that you need to because all publicity is good publicity, right? So like, I think the, the wonder of like, ooh, is it not making you keep up on both of them right now? Like I'm checking Taylor's Instagram. I'm keeping up to date on Taylor news. I'm keeping up to date on Travis Kelsey, which like, why wouldn't I anyway? But then I'm also just stalking his Instagram more than normal watching interviews more than normal. Like I'm really keeping up to see if there's any hints. So this one story dropped today from page six, which is one of the most ridiculous like sites in certain stories that they really try to grab and like run with. I'm like, please stop. So page six reports, Taylor stepped out the other night wearing this like opal ring, wearing an opal ring. Okay. Which happens to be Kelsey's birthstone. And I'm like, are I mean, quite, I know, listen, we know Taylor is very articulate in choices. She is psychotic, okay? However, I think that is the biggest reach. So a lot of people are saying they don't think that she would go for him. Some people are saying maybe she needs a change of pace. I'm saying I hope that there's a chance because I think she needs a man's man and I will die on that hill. Next news article is from my life and it's the fact that I got a Ninja Creamy that I ordered back in July and it finally delivered September 18th. Okay. So I have not used it yet. Why it did. He made, it was so funny. I FaceTimed him or he's like, Hey, FaceTime me. I'm like, okay. Answer. He's showing me himself touching, like <laughs> touching him. Just kidding. Touching the Ninja creamy and like really showing how creamy this is. I'm like, Oh my God, sweet. Like, what did you make? Thinking he made like a, you know, like a protein ice cream or like, that's not, I don't want to call it the word diet, but you know, like a low calorie treat, because that's what a lot of people are going bonkers over the Ninja Creamy is that you can make anything into like this ice cream style and it's like healthy. So he's like, no, I just made real ice cream. Like, and he starts rattling off all these ingredients, like sugar, heavy, heavy whipping cream, um, fucking full ass whole milk, like all of this stuff that I just start cracking up. Cause I was expecting him to say the bare minimum, you know, Oh, some Splenda, some protein powder, almond milk. No, he's like, listen, I wasn't going to puss out for my first time using the Ninja creamy. So I will update you guys on what I think of it because I think it's been this like viral sensation. And I'm like, is it worth it? I mean, literally the, I think a couple months ago I said, is the Ninja creamy worth it? And it was like, is the Ninja creamy creamy? We'll let you know. So that was really exciting. Other than that, we just saw a typical, um, news releases. We saw the sneak peek of the brand new Kardashians season coming up, which is actually live by the time your guys are watching that. So I'm very excited. And we also saw just more sneak previews of the golden bachelor, which I'm very excited. We'll get into that during our watches. So this past week, the other thing that I really kept up to date on and why I didn't really keep up on the news was because number one, I've been, I was just like packing, trying to get a lot done, but also I was able to kind of catch up on even more stuff regarding like the Illuminati, dark Hollywood, all of these things above and beyond. So I'm promising you stay tuned. We will have an episode on that. I just really want to make sure I do, do my due diligence of really understanding certain 
views of the Illuminati, certain conspiracies of the Illuminati and be able to present it in a fun episode and not just like rattle off my shit. Okay. So I promise that is coming as always, make sure you stay tuned every Sunday. The next thing I wanted to bring up was that you can leave me a voicemail. And I don't know if you guys have done this yet. Well, I know a few of you guys have done this. You can go to speakpipe.com and leave me a voicemail, which is what we're going to be overviewing today. I have eight voicemails, which I was kind of thinking I would get a little bit more. I'm not going to lie. But when it comes to giving something via like talking, I can understand where it'd be a little bit scarier than just typing something out. So I understand, but I promise put yourself out there. Okay. I think that you guys would really enjoy leaving a little voicemail. So we will be playing those today, but you can leave me a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash brunch with Desby. Um, and you guys again, will will be featured. I'm really excited. Okay. So the other thing that I wanted to mention was going, uh, I wanted to shout out this podcast. I thought it was really, really sweet. And it was from Sincerely, Riley Gardner. And this was longtime fan since 2016. I thought that was so sweet. So Riley, I wanted to give you a little shout out. Des, dear Des, your tone and pitch are absolutely phenomenal. You're a great public speaker and I would love to see you speak in seminars, at a seminar speaking. Sorry, I just fucked that up. <laughs> She's like, you're a great speaker and I'm stumbling over my words. Also, so agreed with you about Doja Cat's new demon. It's a little too spooky. I wonder if my pre-existing religious beliefs affect my viewpoints on this. Keep inspiring and making us laugh every day. We love you. Team Grand Junction, Colorado, XOXO, sincerely, Riley Gardner. So again, thank you, Riley, so much for giving me a little shout out there. Make sure you guys leave me a review and write a little review so I can shout you out next episode, hopefully with Wyatt hopefully with Wyatt. All right, let's go ahead and take another sip before we dive into the rest of what is next. Mm. God, that is so good. I can't express my love of cherry flavored stuff, but also cherry slush is, it hits different than any other flavor. And I stand by that. I stand by that very strong. All right. Membership update. I gave you guys this update last week, but I just want to reiterate what is new for this coming month of October. So as of right now, you can sign up for my membership, monthly workouts, monthly focus, monthly newsletter, recipe, tips, tricks, fun for just $29 a month. And better yet for you guys only use code brunch with Desby at checkout to get $10 off your first month, making your monthly membership month one, just $19. I really wanted to do something that was more accessible, something that made more sense for you guys, something that was just straight up, no questions asked. When you start to add on a lot of things, I've noticed it can get very, very confusing. And all of a sudden you're getting me, the team, AKA getting thousands of questions on. So this is included. So this isn't, so this is, so this isn't. And it was becoming something I never wanted it to be. And so we brought it back down to basics, which is exactly what we all want. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's exactly what we all want. Just tell me straight up what I get. No questions asked. So it is very exciting. $29 cancel at any time, be a part of us anytime, join the Facebook group monthly giveaway. We have a lot of fun stuff in there. Um, so that is the new membership update. $29. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Again, I totally owned up to everyone who's a part of the membership. I was like, listen, I fucked up. And I wouldn't even say it fucked up. Listen, I learned. Okay. And this is how I'm going to make it right for all of you. And I really, really went above and beyond to make it 
fair and correct as much as I could when again, like I know 99% of other people would never. Okay. Like I mentioned last week, guess what? I got a message from Disney plus that they were raising my membership price. I'm getting the same movies, the same shit, and I'm paying more, but they didn't even do anything for me. You know, $10 off your first month. No, they don't give a fuck. Okay. Like, and I get it, but I'm lowering prices and also giving you guys more to make up for it. So $29 a month, really excited. October's workouts. We have spooky season with coach M super stoked. Um, and as always, I'm actually pumped to be able to balance out my workouts this month. I'm doing bridal boot camp mixed with my membership. So I'm kind of like having fun, maybe like leg day from bridal boot camp, upper body day from the membership, because it's all in my calendar. That's a really cool thing is that it's all in my calendar. I don't have to think twice about what I need to do. It's just all on my app and it auto populates for that day. So it's so easy. If you have not tried my app before, I'm not going to sit here and like toot my own horn, but like toot toot. I have gotten nothing but the most amazing feedback on my app and people saying it's quite literally better than any other app they've used coming from people who have used a lot of different people's apps, including some big names. So I'm very, very proud of what we've built. Um, I love the simplicity in it while also giving really nice look and feel and vibe. I'm obsessed. So make sure you do that. Petula had the tent sale last week. We also have new new Petula, new Petula launching. We also have new Tula Tula skincare coming out with holiday kits, et cetera. And I know we bitched about Black Friday and shit last last week. And don't get me wrong, I'm still pissed. Like, stop coming at me with holiday shit in October. We're not even in October, September. No, at least give me till October, maybe is what I should say. So Tula's holiday kits are back. Great savings. And guess what else is back? The Tula eye gels. One of my favorite eye gels, this is really what kind of kickstarted me into loving eye gels, which then led me into Peter Thomas Roth, et cetera. The Tula eye gels are great. They come in packs of four and they're like $18.50 with my code. If you're someone wanting to venture into eye gels, I trust their formulation. I think it's a great place to start, but I will be honest, the price per eye gel is very high in comparison to my favorite eye gels, which are Peter Thomas Roth, when you're paying more upfront, but you're getting more quantity. So 1850 is more affordable for someone to add to cart and to try for four sets. But with Peter Thomas Roth, it might be $48, but you're getting a full month's worth. You're getting 30 pairs, not four. You know what I mean? So like take it for what it is. All right. Code Desby saves you you know, 15% off anyway. So like you're still saving money, but just something to be aware of. I really do love my Peter Thomas Roth. I link them everywhere. And if for some reason you need a link, come through my DMs. Okay. I think I make like $5 if you purchase Peter Thomas Roth. Okay. But you have to use my link. So by me telling you, Oh, go purchase Peter Thomas Roth. I'm not getting paid for like promoting it. Right. It's like, it's only if you use my link. So if you go check out and you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot to use Dez's link. It doesn't support me at all, which is fine. I'm just making it clear why the link is the link, okay? So that is new. That is coming out, again, Petula in a couple weeks. Buff Bunny coming out um, the first week of October. I don't think I can give you guys much yet just because I don't think by this point it'll be released. I am excited for it for a different reason than the pieces, Okay. I will be supporting this launch and excited for this launch for a different reason than what is launching. Does that make sense? Probably not. You'll know soon. Okay. But every time they do a Halloween collection 
October month collection. We all know what's coming. They do it every year. This isn't shocking, but yeah, that's all I'll say. All right. I will talk about it more when it releases. All right. Fair. <laughs> so if you guys haven't already, make sure that you give this uh, five stars. Okay. Make sure you re- rate, review, subscribe. If you haven't already checked up on last week's YouTube video or YouTube videos in general, we are monetized now. So let's go to my YouTube studio every week. Let's just get a little transparency moment. As of right now, we have So my last video was not copyrighted, which really sucks. Or I'm sorry, it got copyrighted because do you guys remember last week when I gave, uh, when I sang, Lacey, oh Lacey, skin pale as pastry or skin like puff pastry. Okay, from Olivia Rodrigo. Well, I played what, five seconds of that song and I got copyrighted by UMG Studios. Therefore, any views that I have, they make my money. So I didn't make money from last week's video, which is fine. But right now in the last 28 days, I've made $22. That's cool. Like, Hey, that is a trip and a half to Chipotle. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're getting it. That that's a 12 pack of Alani and shipping. You know what I mean? So awesome. Like I'll take it very exciting. So make sure you guys watch all my ads and never fucking skip them. Okay. Let's get into this week's uh, quick watches. Again, I didn't really watch a lot of TV uh, because I was like watching football and shit. <laughs> I was like watching the game this weekend. So I don't watch a lot of TV, but also I was like listening to more podcasts and hung out with my friends. I had a busy weekend. Like I didn't really watch videos or anything. I did watch Cody Ko's new YouTube videos. He had try not to laugh, which are one of my favorite videos. And he also did one with Kelsey spot, the pregnant person. They were both two really funny videos. So I did watch those. Um, and I was also watching what was I watching? Maybe Lifeline, like Chris D'Elia's and Matt D'Elia's podcast. So I was listening to podcasts on the way to and from like on my drive, but I wasn't watching like shows. So that's what I did. And then, like I said, this coming week, we have the Golden Bachelor. So very excited. Like I cannot express my excitement. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be real. I think it'll be I'll be curious how the producers make it drama-y because I kind of feel bad for these older women. Like, I hope you guys don't get like, have like a heart attack. Like, I don't know. I'm so scared. Like, I feel like every season in Bachelor, like somehow 911 gets called. Like maybe a girl faints or they, they drink too much or something, right? Like it's always like, in the trailers, you see like this dramatic, like, woo, and then, you know, oh my God, it's like they play into this drama, right? But like, if I see an ambulance on a trailer, I'm going to be fucking terrified that someone died. You know what I mean? Like this is a little bit more high stakes with their age, but it'll be exciting. I'm like, I'm kind of grossed out to think we have to like see them kiss and like make out and like knowing they're going to have a fantasy suite. Like, why is that so uncomfortable? Like I'm going to be there one day. We're going to be there one day. I'm scared. So anyways, very excited for that. Last but not least, wellness corner. Okay, let's talk about my skin. First off, my skin is literally fucking glowing. Like we are back to the glow. We are slaying back. We came back from the dead, okay? My skin was so bad for probably a month and a half. Crazy. I took out so many steps in my skincare and still have. My skin has never looked better. Like I've just been using my cleanser, my moisturizer, vitamin C, my wrinkle treatment drops, And like, that's about it. Like my makeup remover oil, like I've kept it so, so bland and my skin has just been loving it. I've also only been taking my Alani Nutrition Greens three times a week, not seven. 
I still find that my digestion is really good. Like my poops are good. Like I'm feeling good. Um, I'm not like super bloated. I just feel like I'm, I'm finding my rhythm again. With that being said, you might be wondering, probably not. I'm just making this up. I'm pretending like you guys care is you might be wondering, well, Des, are you like competing again? Or, you know, what's your vibe? What's going on with your wellness journey? And I like really don't know. I'm going to keep it full, honest, and transparent with you guys. In the past eight weeks that I've had a coach, I have checked in with him two times. Yeah. And I share that because I know how difficult it is for one-on-one clients, even my own, to go every single week and check in. It's a lot. You have to be dedicated to it. You have to be ready for it. Life gets busy, et cetera. So number one, I always give my clients grace. If there's a time of the year where it is just hard for them, I have to honor that. And I'm here to support you in whatever way you can. Now with the coach I'm working with, he's kind of like no bullshit, doesn't care. So, you know, he hasn't reached out to me one time, which I don't care. I don't expect it with his caliber of coaching, but it did make me feel like a little bit of a a loser because, um, I definitely, definitely could commit myself to it a little bit more, but bodybuilding and even just in general, like being so spot on, knowing that you have a goal of competing is so selfish and bodybuilding should never be on like your bucket list. Like, oh, I just want to compete one time. Like, honestly, no, like that should not be you. It will take a toll on some relationship. Nonetheless, all of them, personal relationship, love relationship, family relationship, children's relationship. It is not easy And the easy part is, you know, eating food and growing. Sure. You can call that easy. You can be like, oh, it's not that hard to want to eat food and grow your ass. But when you get into the dieting phase and how, how hard that is outside of just a normal dieting phase, it's way more extreme, not fun, not sustainable. And I just don't know if I have it in me. And it make it, when I first said that out loud, it made me sound like such a pussy. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like, but that's me. Like I'm, I am fitness. I am, I am Sparta. I am competitor. What is wrong with me? But then it came down to like, but like, I'm not a selfish cunt anymore. I'm a fucking mom. I'm a wife. I, I've, I've never felt better even just like in my body. And like, I love working out and I love, you know, but I think we always look for purpose. And I think that that competitive scratch that I have, I'm trying to itch. I'm trying to itch. How can I be competitive? How can I be competitive? And really what it came back down to is like, I need to compete with myself of being a better business owner, pushing myself in my business, maybe joining like a rec league, getting out there, meeting new friends, playing volleyball somewhere. Like I needed something different in, in my first men- mental thought was, oh, I have to compete again. And maybe it will happen. Maybe it will happen. Right. But like with how I've had such a busy summer, my goal would be in the spring and don't get me wrong with where my physique is at, where my muscle build is at. I could still compete and do a pretty well, pretty well job. But like seeing myself now compared to these girls who are in the pro leagues, going to the Olympia, et cetera, there is so much muscle tissue. I would be a very average competitor. Like I would probably do well in small pro shows, but like I would, it would be very difficult for me to ever win the Olympia with where my physique is at. And, um, and like, that's okay. I also have to get more comfortable with like losing. Not everything I, I do have, I have to win, you know? And I feel like that's just, how I grew up, you know, I was just always very hyper competitive. And then I was like humbled in college. I learned how to be more of a great teammate, not just a great player. And then I went back into, you know, solo competition, AKA as a bodybuilder. So I've just gone through a lot of like ups and downs. And so like tracking macros and stuff, honestly, all of that has been on the back burner for me. Um, it's just, it's been very difficult with traveling. 
every single week, not just one travel here and there, every single week traveling. Um, I've also had like a lot of changes that I've had to be making, um, internally and, um, on the back end, business end. Like it's, it's a lot to be a competitor, a coach, an influencer, but then a business owner overseeing a lot of people. Um, and there's just like a lot that goes into it. And if, if my only job was to like be an influencer and just show up daily and like post links, sure. I could be the selfish person I am to like go compete. But when I'm running an actual business and formulating steps on how to continue to grow that and leverage this and do that and meet with these people and have this meeting, it's like a fucking lot. So it's on the back burner. And I just feel like I had to explain that because if you're in a point of your life where you wanted to do something, it doesn't have to be competing. It's just like, oh, I'm really committing to this. And you find that in your current season, you just can't, you're not a failure. You're not a pussy. You're, you're not soft. Like you're doing a great job at honoring the season that you're in and staying true to that. So that is my wellness corner. I am going to get microneedling today as well. I did also get Botox last week and I might be going to get more lip filler in a couple weeks, but probably not. So that's my wellness corner. <laughs> Go me. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really, therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the to the top again, Right. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. All right, last but not least, let's hop in to these speak pipes. I'm actually really nervous because I like, don't know what you guys would say. So like, let's see how it goes. Here we go. Welcome to my newest segment, Speak to My Pipe. Um, I just want to say you are freaking awesome. Um, this is Nikki from Twitter. Um, I've met, met Emily a few times. She goes to my stepdad. As a dermatologist, and um, I feel stuck. I feel stuck in my life. Um, don't know if I should go back to school. Um, a school is expensive, but I think being happy is the most important thing. 
I don't know, what's your advice on going back to school, you know, doing a whole new degree at 25, you know, doing a whole new path uh, if you're not happy with your current one. Thanks, Bess. Oh my gosh. Hi, Nikki from Twitter. You're so sweet. So <laughs> I have gone through this a lot of times too. Like, oh, do I just need to like go back to school? In what it is to me, my first initial thought of what you're feeling when you're thinking going back to school is the reinvention of yourself and wanting it to be orchestrated, right? We want someone to tell us what to do. So why not just go back to school and have a teacher? When we're looking for that guidance that we find in school systems because we're scared to take guidance ourselves. So my first thought would honestly be, I don't think you need to go back to school. I think you just need to get real with yourself of what is happiness for you? What does that look like? Where do you need to go with that? Now, if you really sit back, you, you figure out in yourself, okay, no, I do genuinely want to go back to school or this goal that I have really will involve in education, then absolutely go for it. But I find it that like most of the times when we're searching for that and we feel like, oh, I need to go back to school in order to step into this new chapter of my life. We're looking for the guidance that school always offered us, right? We showed up at this time. We left at this time. Here's our homework. Here's what you need to learn. Here's what you need to do. We feel controlled and feeling out of control is scarier than feeling in control. So I wouldn't necessarily just go sign up for fucking school right away. I think you need to dig really deep, allow yourself to feel uncomfortable, you know, quit your current job, go, go work at fucking Starbucks for a minute. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be the forever. It's just what can get you out of the current situation where you can really then zoom out and figure out why am I stuck? And what is the true feeling of this? Um, because oftentimes I feel like we're just, we like change. We live in a society too, where it's like change, 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 like feel different, feel different to where like leaving a job or starting school sounds better than, um, getting uncomfortable and getting real with ourselves. I hope that that maybe gave a little bit of clarity or at least a better place to start without making a sporadic decision. So I'm a single mom. Um, my daughter's father left me for his coworker that was his best friend that was just like a sister. So he fucks um, his sister. So that's been really rough. But these last couple of months, it's just been really a struggle because I've truly had to do everything myself. Mm -hmm as far as financially and taking care of my daughter um, while he's been off with this woman living his so-called best life, um, mm. going on vacations, going to concerts. Uh, and it just seems like he has the time for everything but his daughter. And then, of course, there's been a lot of back and forth where he's one second, oh, I want my family back. And then the next second, it's, oh, I'm going to marry this girl. Oh, um, I've finally gotten to a space where I'm kind of just like, fuck that. Fuck him. I'm going to do me and I'm going to be a good mom. Period. I'm going through all the steps. I'm putting his ass on child support. Period. Um, but sometimes, you know, it just, I think what I struggle with the most is just being by myself mm. and having that like sense of identity taken away from me because I can't just go out and do what I want. Absolutely. So I kind of just need some, you know, words of encouragement because it's like, I know I'm doing everything right, but you know, since seriously. 
Yeah, girl, felt that. I'm also laughing at like the sign off. That was perfect. So it is odd to always feel the societal expectation of being a mother. Um, And to be quite honest, that will never leave. You know, like moms are always going to be moms. And we take on a lot of burden mentally, physically, all the above. So that sadly is never going to go away to where seeing your, you know, baby daddy, whatever you want to refer to him now. I don't know. It's kind of like a, you know, baby daddy. So like, let's just call him that because he's being a dick to see him out living his best life. You know, they'll always have that. And it's something that like, oh, but like we could never, we could never go out and do all that. So words of encouragement. Yes. You said it yourself. You are doing right. You're doing the right thing. You're doing well. You're showing up as the best mom as you can, but you have to remember to also take care of yourself. I don't know what that looks like for your situation, Do you have family around you that could maybe help you? Could they watch the kids for a night? Could you go out and get your nails done? Like, could you, are you able to just like use the gym, go for a walk outside for yourself? What does mental health care look like for you right now? Self-care look like for you right now? And just know that this is a season where it's kind of like my podcast a couple weeks ago, where you're like going through the hardest season, but you would rather be there for it, right? It's a hard season, but your daughter is going to look at you one day and see her as, see you as such a strong mom. And in her eyes, you are doing the best ever. So fuck everyone else. Fuck your baby daddy. Fuck that coworker. Fuck everything. Focus on you and how you can be the best mom and the best you. Everything else will fall into place, but just know that this season will pass. And again, it's so funny how we always go through these really tough times Years from now, months from now, weeks from now, we look back and we're like, that's exactly why it led me here. So without saying everything happens for a reason, just know you are going to get through this. Next one. Hey, Des. Love you so much. Um, Love you. I'm really struggling with staying consistent with my eating because I work night shift as a nurse and I have two small children and Mm. I use everything as an excuse to eat whatever I want. Today's day one of tracking again with macros queen. for the last six weeks to shreds account Slay. for challenge. Sorry, I'm getting kisses by my two-year-old. <laughs> so that's my pickle, and I'd love to hear what you have to say. Thanks. Love you, Des. Have a great week. Then seriously, a tired mama nurse, but I'm not very funny, so I'm sorry. <laughs> you are funny, though. I absolutely love that. So... Okay. Getting started with just getting consistent again, honestly, when it comes to all of those things you sound like you have on your plate, you're a nurse, you're a mom, you're fucking busy. You're also just being a human. Okay. We have a lot more that goes into our day than just eating food. We're doing laundry. We're cleaning the house. We're cleaning asses. Okay. You have a lot going on. Sometimes it's better to start with just simply having a goal of X amount per day is I'm going to do this. So for example, okay. This week, I'm going to really start. I'm just going to do three days of tracking all my food and having meal prep for those days. Don't feel like you have to jump all in and be like seven days a week right from right out of the gate. So pick three days that you're going to either hit all your macros or maybe we just have a protein goal only. Once you start to get used to that and you find, oh, I can tolerate three days. I really have this on point now. I know what I'm eating. I know what to do. Then move up to four days while also, you know, checking in with yourself. Am I feeling 
leaner? Am I feeling digested? Do I feel like I'm gaining weight? What is the scale saying? What are my clothes saying? What's my sleep saying? What's my digestion saying? There's a lot that goes into it. Okay. That's why a lot of people hire people like me as a coach where I can keep you accountable and look at those analytics for you and you don't have to do much. Okay. But in the sense, if you're doing it by yourself, then you just have to make sure you're keeping track of all of those things combined. And when it comes to doing it correctly or not doing it correctly, give yourself grace knowing that you have a lot on your plate, you're not going to operate like someone who all they do is go to the gym. You're not going to operate like someone who is a professional bodybuilder. You're not going to operate like someone who works from home. You have a different job. You have a different experience. You have a different lifestyle. You have a different thing that you have to do every day along with two kids. Honor where you're at and what your situation will look like and don't compare it to other people. That's going to be the biggest downfall of everyone is comparing it to what other people are doing and thinking, oh, well, if they can do it, why can't I? We all do not have the same 24 hours in a day and I will fucking die on that hill. I hate it when you bitches out there like, get your ass to work, ladies. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. Don't have anyone tell you that you don't. You're lying because no, we don't have the same 24 hours in a day. Okay. My 24 hours looks different than yours. Yours looks different than mine, et cetera. So give yourself the grace knowing that it is not going to be the same as Cindy Lou who down the street. And it's not going to even be the same as me. So just keep showing up, keep trying, keep doing what you can and feeling good about it. Hey guys. So I really contemplated and I'm sending this to you because it's kind of like an embarrassment on my end. Um, My husband and I have been together for five years. He does not brush his teeth. And I know. um, Oh, God, I have to remind him every single day to brush his teeth. And even when I do remind him, he doesn't. (gasps) I love him to death. He is my best friend. We have been through thick and thin together. I don't know why I can't get him to brush his teeth. It's like almost impossible. I'll wake up before he goes to work to remind him to brush his teeth. And he'll say, okay. And then I get up in the morning and I'm brushing my teeth and I'll feel his toothbrush to see if it's wet. And it's not. <laughs> so I have no idea what to do. I don't know what more I can do. Oh my God. Fuck. Um, what do you got to do? It, do it yourself? But can't get my husband to brush his teeth. So any advice? I know, I know for most women that, women, that would be like a deal breaker, but hey, I love him to death. We um, love a stinky man. So yeah, help. Please, SOS, sincerely, a wife who just wants her husband to brush his DMT. <laughs> oh my God, that's such a, that's so fucked up. Okay, I have gone through this myself with Wyatt. Not that he hasn't brushed his teeth, but we, I think we can all agree sometimes we can fall out of habit of maybe doing it at night or doing it in the morning if we like drink coffee first before we plan to brush and then we don't brush or like maybe at night we end up having a late night snack. We don't want to get out of bed. So I've been there before in different ways, right? So with Wyatt, what I did was I actually got us both new toothbrushes um, at one point and I got them and I, I'm so fucking serious. I lied to him. I was like, Hey, look, I got, I got these from the dentist for 50% off. Like it was a crazy deal. They're Sonicare toothbrushes, super good for brushing. Um, like I fucking love it. Like it's so easy. So I don't know if he has like a normal toothbrush, like a not like mechanical, sometimes getting a, a literal electronic toothbrush can make the difference itself. Just like having a new way of brushing that feels good. And it feels like it's getting a little bit 
it, there's a purpose for it. Like it feels like it's working. You know what I'm saying? So that would be my first thing is like, go get you guys new toothbrushes that you can feel like, oh, like let's use them together. Let, you know, let's do them together. Like woohoo, you know, whatever. Um, and he might just start getting into the habit of doing it because he enjoys the process now. So that would be number one, if you're doing just like a normal toothbrush. The other thing I would say is again, being like, Hey, I want to do these like crest whitening strips. Do you want to like do them with me and be like, okay, well, like before you can put them on, you do have to brush your teeth. Like we just have to make sure we brush our teeth before we put them on, like kind of introduce something that's going to be like, Hey, if you want to get this reward of whiter teeth or whatever it may be, we have to like put them on. And again, you can make a joke of it or a a lie, you know, Hey, these were on Amazon prime for $10 or you know, or, or, oh, this influencer does be swears by these, her and her husband uses them. Like, you know, or, Hey, I got you this toothbrush. Des B my favorite influencer. Her husband swears by it and said it was like a really good gift for like a, a husband to a wife, to a husband or something. Use me fucking lie. I don't give a fuck. Um, but sometimes it's just like breaking the habit of not brushing and then getting back into it, which we all know, like, again, we've fallen into it. You forget to brush after you, you have coffee or like you're on the go. Um, especially ever since I had kids, sometimes I'll just forget. And it's like 3 PM. I'm like, Oh fuck. I'll just brush my teeth now, whatever. So I think it's just bringing in a new routine, but that is so funny. However, I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker because like, if you love someone, you're not just going to leave them for not brushing their teeth, but yeah, let's figure out how we can do it. I also will say if you've been together for five years, if none of those other options work, sit his ass down and say, brush your fucking teeth. I fucking love you. But if you, if I want you to brush your fucking teeth, thanks so much. Hi, Des. I am looking for tips, advice, all things Disney World. I feel like you always have a killer time with your family when you post. And I'm just still wanting to recreate that experience with my three-year-old. Um, there are so many places to stay, ways to eat. I have no idea what to do. I need help. Sincerely, overwhelmed. Okay, first off, I'm just laughing that people are coming at me with Disney advice. <laughs> at least I own up to my Disney adult life, okay? So, banger time. Here's the thing. If you're going to do Disney, especially with small children, you have to budget and you just have to ball the fuck out, okay? If you're looking to have even a smidgen of a good fucking time, you have to really do the damn thing, okay? And what I mean by that is make it the most enjoyable experience for you and for the child, okay? What I mean by that is that you have to stay on site at a resort. It is the easiest way to get transportation from the airport right to the fucking resort. You don't have to pack a car seat. You don't have to pack anything because once you're in Disney and you're staying at a resort, all you do is use the buses to go back and forth, um, to different parks, different places. It takes you to downtown Disney, animal kingdom, magic kingdom, whatever. And you're on a bus. You do not have to use a car seat. The only thing you need is a stroller. It makes packing way easier. You don't even have to do a pack and play because on every resort, all you have to do is call the main desk and they will have a pack and play for you. So like, do not overpack it. Well, I should say if you ball out and you do it the right way, you don't even have to overpack. The thing is too, with the resorts, you don't have to have a park hopper pass every fucking day. If you want to stay at a resort for say a week, you don't have to go to the parks every day. You could just enjoy the pool. You can enjoy the kiddie pool. 
you can enjoy the amenities that the resort, like you don't have to go to the park every day. You could also go to downtown Disney every day. Such a great place to go out. There's live music. You can walk around. There's shopping. There's outdoor like music. There's outdoor bars. There's outdoor restaurants. There's everything you can think of there. They've really developed it super well. And you can enjoy it that way. So if you're going to do it, that would be my best tip, especially with a three-year-old. Like you don't want to pack all the shit. Okay. With a three-year-old, they can walk, take a leash. Okay. I don't give a fuck if you guys are again, oh, you don't need a leash. No, I'm so serious. Allow your kid to walk around. They'll get super tired by the end of the day. So you can have them walk around, have them enjoy their themselves and then have an extra stroller in case. The other thing we did this past time we went to Disney, we didn't even bring a stroller. We only brought my tush baby and then we rented a stroller from the Disney parks. The beautiful thing about renting a stroller too is as long as you keep your receipt, if you return that stroller at Magic Kingdom, for example, and you do park hopper, you go to Animal Kingdom for the rest of the night, you can show them that receipt and that that payment for that stroller is good all day to use a stroller at any park. So it's a really nice way to do it. If for some reason you guys end up driving, um, you have your own car, whatever, just know that if you do park at a park, for say it's $20 a day or whatever, that is parking. That parking is good for any park possible. So one-time payment, good all day. That would be my biggest tip though, is if you're going to fucking do it, you got to just fucking commit. Also buy the memory day maker. I think it's like 40 to $50. Go up to every single fucker with a camera and say, take my damn picture. And it will go right onto your iPhone app. You can save all the photos. There's yours. They're yours to keep. You can put them in a photo book. You can print them yourself. You don't have to go through Disney. It's a really, really solid way to capture memories with your kids without having to stress about having your phone out the whole time as well. So not me being like Disney queen. All right. One more, two more. Sorry. Hi, Des. Um, this is my number two recording. Oh, shit. This is number two. I you choose one because I love your advice and I'm anxious to see what your thoughts are. Um, so I already left you one in regards of daycare. This one kind of has to do more with my relationship. Um, I've been with my partner for, God, it's almost eight years now. I think it is. It's been eight years this wow. year. And we have our second kid on the way. Our first kid is two years old. We've lived together for two years bought a house right before we had our first child and now I'm just kind of like what the fuck is happening like where's my where, where's the engagement where's the proposal I don't know I've like like every little girl I've always dreamed of like marrying my person and I am I found that person but I'm just like confused on what's going on we've had discussions he said we will get married I'm just like what's happening every day every person who talks to me why aren't y'all married? You know, judgment from other people. I don't really care about that so much, but marriage does matter a lot to me. So I just don't want to keep having the conversation. I don't want to offer an ultimatum. I don't want that. I want him to do when he's ready. I'm just like, what the hell? Why? Why haven't you done it? I don't know. Help me out. What are your thoughts? We're best friends. I can't imagine myself. Okay. Oh, sorry. Cut her off. So can't imagine my life without him, basically what she's finishing on. So to this girl... I will make sure to listen to your other one in another episode, okay? But for this one, relationship, ultimatums, relationships, engagement, et cetera. 
So the first thing that I can say is like, if you've had two children recently, well, you're going on to, you've bought a house, you're obviously living life with a little bit more expenses and a huge difference than you would have before. So to, to pump the brakes on the engagement makes a little bit of sense because I'm sure you've put a lot of money out to make sure you guys have a house and a comfortable place for you guys to raise your family. So put that in perspective. Number two, postpartum for anyone, whether it's mom, dad is hard. It's difficult. There's a lot more going on. Your, your brain is other places and it might just not be the time where he wants to introduce this really special question to you. I would give him a little bit more grace. Now I understand though, having the conversation a lot, because like I've told you guys a lot of times, I was the one doing the same thing to Wyatt. Hey, we're in our first apartment together. I don't just want to live together like dating. I don't want to one day have a kid together, just dating. Like this is important to me. Commitment's important to me, et cetera, et cetera. So I've been there. I had to be the one um, that brought it up. And I will never forget at one point why it told me, he's like, listen, I do not have the money to buy you the ring that I think you deserve yet. And please drop it. Like I was starting to really hurt his feelings and bother him. Um, knowing that his commitment was there, but I was questioning it just due to there not being a ring on my finger. What, you know, lo and behold, four months later, he has a ring. We get engaged happy ever after. So enjoy this time in your, in your life where you can enjoy a new baby on the way, where you can enjoy the family that you guys have built and created. You're in a house. It's beautiful. You're enjoying life. You're, you're piecing the puzzle together and don't rush into that next season because Once that engagement's over, you're never going to get engaged again. Knock on wood, hopefully, right? Once you get married, you don't get, you don't get married again. You don't have a big wedding again. Once you have kids, you don't just have your first kid again. Like you, you, all of these very special life moments are all of a sudden gone, right? I got engaged, bought my first house, moved, had two kids and got married all within the past four years. Like, I don't have anything. This sounds terrible. Please take it for what it is. I don't have anything to look forward to anymore. You know, like I waited my whole life to be engaged, done. Waited my whole life to get married, done. Waited my whole life to have my first kid, done. Waited my whole life to buy my first house, done. Like every, once it's done, you're like, okay, so what's next? Like you're looking for the next thing. So enjoy this like period of your life where there's still that really beautiful thing to come. Knowing that when, when it, when that time is, you know, your kids will be able to walk down the aisle with you. Your kids will be able to be a part of the ceremony. You know, all these things. It seems to me like no shit. He loves you. No shit. He wants to be with you where maybe you questioning that consistently is, is hurting his feelings. Cause he's like, bro, we're, we're living in a house together. I knocked you up fucking twice. We're, we're paying the mortgage together. Like what's yours is mine. Mine is yours. What, what the fuck is the issue? Like, why are you doubting me? Um, so again, I'm, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here to put in perspective where maybe your perspective could shift. I'm not saying that maybe we could have better communication in your relationship of, Hey, what, what needs to be in place before this next step takes place. But also again, give him the grace, knowing that, knowing that it's, it's a huge commitment. And right now you guys have two small commitments. You got two small motherfucking kids running around sis. Okay. So again, I'm just saying this out of love because big sister here, uh, I wish that I would have prolonged my engagement. I wish I would have had a longer engagement in hindsight, right? Like, you know, I'm so grateful for the way my life is shaken out, but like, it's, I, I wish I wouldn't have rushed to that next thing, you know, because life, life goes too fast already. And then we already rushed these other things. Just sit back, enjoy the ride, keep open communication, you know, and, um, hang in there. You got this. All right. Last one for this episode and make sure you guys leave me more voicemails. This is so fun. 
Hey, Des, I have a question for you and Wyatt regarding finances. I know you. Oops, he's not here because he bailed on me. Could maybe touch on some tips or tricks or kind of what worked for you guys in merging finances. I am newly engaged and we have our wedding planned for May. We are also in the process of buying our first home. So a lot of very exciting things happening, but also very expensive things. And right now I am the primary contributor to our household. So a lot of it is coming from my savings account. And even though I know once we're married, it'll be our money. I am kind of struggling with that whole concept um it might be a pride thing but i was just wondering if you could maybe give some tips or tricks on how to get past that or how to navigate those feelings um i appreciate it and love listening to your podcast every sunday thanks des yeah great question i wish that why was here with me because honestly this is something that we really had to work on in our relationship mostly because like i am the only income of this family and I provide, period. When he made the big jump to leave his job and move to Michigan for me, for our family, for our future, it put everything on to me. So he does not hold a like literal job. Um, he manages our investment properties that are, you know, they might cash flow a little bit. You know, it's very much still in the beginning of real estate. And if you're not educated in real estate, it's a very slow process. So point being, what I'm trying to say, long story short, is I understand where you're at um, because it's very difficult to navigate that when in society, we're very used to the man making the money. And as a girl, no offense, but we, we like don't bat an eye. Like, of course, it's supposed to be that way. So when we're in this roles reverse of the woman bringing and being the breadwinner and maybe even the only financial income, it is, it's different because we're like, okay, what are we supposed to do? You know? Um, and Wyatt does such a great job at just really accepting where he's at and providing in different ways and not monetary, um, you know, helping with the dishes, doing different things that, you know, it's not, it's not like he's getting paid to do it, but it's helping me in a different way. Right. So it was a very hard adjustment still is, um, and why it's slowly getting more involved, being able to really help me in my business, but it's still been very difficult. Um, and it's been an ego thing for me as well. So my biggest tip to overcome that is just knowing that at some point during all relationships, you might have to pull one, you might have to pull your partner more than they pull you one time in your relationship, that role might reverse where he's pulling you versus you pulling him. So it's very much a, a realization where you have to remember, Hey, we are truly a team. And when it comes to what's yours is mine, mine is yours, et cetera, let's have conversations about that, right? You're not just going to give him $500 and be like, hey, here, go, go, go shop. You know, let's be educated in our finances. Let's know what we are going to spend money on and aren't going to spend money on. But when it comes to big purchases, you know, keeping things in order and, and doing what is best for you guys as a joint system is going to be still very important for him to feel respected um, and for you guys to stay on the same page. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't have those hard conversations of like, hey, where are we going to be in a couple of years? You know, what are you thinking about this? Whatever. Wyatt and I do not have any form of shared account at all. He has his own personal account. I have my own personal account. Um, he pays for certain bills. I pay for certain bills. Now, uh, up until a couple months ago, he had still like his own cash flow, some savings, et cetera. Um, but up until recently, we have been able to take our salary, like my salary that I make from my business. So like, you know, I am on salary myself, 
business is business. I am an employee, so to speak, right? I'm a CEO. We take my salary and we kind of like split it. Now we split it because, you know, he has bills coming out of his account. Um, and also, you know, at the end of the day, we still need to support each other. Um, so again, it's been a huge adjustment. It's been difficult. Um, it's, it's weird, but it's also one of those things where you have to honor the season of life, knowing that like one day you both are going to be on the same playing field and he's going to look at you and be like, wow, I have the best wife ever. I'm so grateful. She supported me during this time where things I was figuring it out. I was finding my passion. I was doing this. I was doing that, you know, whatever it may be. So I hope that was a little bit helpful and insightful. Also props to you, you know, being a badass, bringing in that income. It's definitely not something that we have to be embarrassed about or that our, our men should be embarrassed about. You know, it's, it's so awesome to see people be able to step up and support their family, no matter what gender norm it is. You know what I mean? So I think just having those constructive conversations, getting into chats about budgeting, where are we spending our money? Looking at it, seeing it is very helpful. And uh, I really do also, this is not an ad. I love the app called Rocket Money. Um, It's a great place where you can hook up all of your bank cards and um, really see what is being spent where, what subscriptions are coming up, where money is going, large transactions, um, upcoming bills. It's a really great app. Um, And I also love the app called Mint, M-I-N-T. These are both just really great budgeting apps. Again, you can maybe have both of your guys' account information and really be able to tackle finances as a team. So I will bring that up again when we have Wyatt on, when he decides to be a not lazy piece of shit and come back on my podcast. But I think that that could be a really great discussion because we do live um, in a very particular relationship where I, you know, I do support this family. Um, and I think that a lot of people could be in that same position. And it's a very new feeling to have, you know, quote, women in power, better or less to speak, right? So um, it's it's definitely interesting from a male's perspective of how they feel about that um, and more. So thank you guys for leaving me voicemails. I hope these were fun. I always love listening to you guys. I love helping you guys. Um, and at the end of the day, even if you're asking a question, they're like, oh, this is pertaining to me a lot of people are going through like similar things that we might be listening. And so they can get little tidbits of advice themselves and take for, take it for what they need. So I love you guys. Happy Sunday. I hope you had the best, beautiful hour of your day, whatever day you might be listening. Make sure you go watch on YouTube, give a thumbs up, leave a comment, like no matter what, just hi, listened, but here to support, you know, give, give me a couple cents. All right, play them ads. Don't skip them. And we'll see you next Sunday. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.